Good morning. Um, it's great to see you here. Thanks for coming. Um, I'm going to just talk for a short time. And at the end, I want to lead us in a prayer and offer a couple of gifts. Just check that I've got those ready. Yeah. Toby always gets excited, by the way, when it comes to freebies. So we're having a great celebration today, in spite of the technology. Uh, Christmas is a Christian festival. It's first and foremost saying, we believe in God. And then it's also saying, we believe that God is not silent. And we see God's creative power in the world, in, in, in an eyeball, the ingenuity of an eyeball. We see it in the complexity of a, of a hand. We feel God's presence in our emotions. And the world around tells us that God is, God is here. We look at the sky and it tells us about God. And we look at the changing seasons. We haven't quite got snow yet. Maybe we'll get it for Christmas. Um, animals and insects tell us about God. But also, it's not just... Here I am again. I won't do that again now. Uh, it's not just uh, the world around us. But the Bible speaks to us of God. A guy called Reuben Torrey has said that it's absolutely impossible for someone to sit down before the four Gospels with an unbiased and an honest mind, determined to find out the truth, and come to any other conclusion than that this four Gospel record of the life and words and works of Jesus is substantially accurate history. But we also believe in a God who gives life, and that's what we're celebrating at Christmas. If Jesus hadn't been born, the world would be a different place. There are two billion people on the planet today who follow Jesus. Well, what does, what does the new life of the baby mean? First of all, of course, uh, for Mary, it meant, what else does it mean? For Mary and Joseph, they're now parents. They've, they've got a new role in life. For the baby, for Jesus himself, There's a new pair of eyes to view the world through, to experience life through. Even if Jesus had just been a normal human baby, it would have been a miracle, wouldn't it? Every birth is a miracle. Um, we've, We've sung, O come, O come, Emmanuel, this morning. And Emmanuel means God with us. If you look at a tree that's been sawn in two, you can see the rings can't you, that tell you how old the tree is. And of course, although we can't see it when we look at the edge of a tree, those rings run the whole length of the tree. And that's a bit like God becoming human. We're aware of God in the same way that we're aware of trees. Um, But through Jesus, we can see the rings. God of God, we've sung, light of light. Jesus is God in human flesh. Christians are called to believe quite extraordinary things, quite impossible things. Um, But like the rings that go through a tree, when Jesus came to earth, he's shown us a bit of God. We also believe in a God who rescues. And Jesus was in need of rescue. We've heard from Sebastian Reed there, Herod wanted dead, didn't he? Herod wanted Jesus dead. Looking afresh at the Christmas story, preparing for today, I'm struck by the fact that a few months after his birth, he's threatened with death. And Joseph, as his father, or as his, as his loco parentis, as it were, is tested. He's got to take his adopted son and his wife and escape. Joseph's already had a pretty hard time. He's had a lot to take on board here, Joseph, hasn't he? This baby isn't his. He's got a wife who's apparently a virgin, but was pregnant. It's a lot for anyone to take on board. 
And when it comes to a desperate situation, a rescue situation, if we had the choice, I'm sure we'd want someone reliable, wouldn't we, to carry out that rescue. Sometimes we don't get the choice. As a dad, I wouldn't just trust anyone with my children unless I had no other option. And so God the Father had chosen Joseph. It's quite a responsibility to look after Jesus. And Joseph only gets um, information in little um, chunks in these dreams. He gets one instruction, he follows it. Another instruction, he follows it. He guides him through these dreams. I've been trying to picture that moment as Mary and Joseph leave in the night that we were hearing about. Joseph says, come on Mary, we're going. Picks up Jesus, it must still be a toddler, um, takes Mary's hand and they, off they go. It must, feel very, it must have felt very surreal. Um, it's always a bit strange travelling by night, isn't it? And they didn't know Egypt. They'd never been there before. He didn't have a booking from Airbnb. Um, he didn't have a brochure. He hadn't thought, oh, we'll go there and there. He didn't know um, how they were going to get food. And we always talk, don't we, on Christmas about that night in Bethlehem, going round trying to find three years to give birth. There were strangers there for three years with this little one they were bringing up. God wasn't going to let Jesus be killed, and so he had a plan. And so God is a God who rescues, but finally, he's also a God who sends. Three years in Egypt, and Joseph gets another dream. And the angel says, okay, Joseph, it's all right, Herod's dead. You can go back to the land of Israel. And then yet another dream comes. And he tells Joseph, you need to go to Nazareth. You can't go where you thought you were going to go. It's not safe. Um, Archelaus, this nasty piece of work. So they end up in this um, low-profile, small town. Um, it's kind of a nobody place, really. A little bit, I was about to say Western Supermare, but I'll say it's a little bit like Bogner. A little bit like, we've got some people from Western Supermare here. Um, And that's where Jesus grew up. So Joseph only really had a bit part in the Christmas story. Not related to Jesus. He had no control over the actions that took place. He just had to do what he was told. As a dad, I can relate to that. Um, But also, um, as a father, he would have found it difficult, some of those instructions he was receiving um, and and carrying them out, would have been a challenge to him. You might have heard the saying or seen it, um, the hinge of history hung on the door of a Bethlehem stable. Well, I think that's true. But I also think that um, it hung on Joseph's obedience as well. One of the unsung heroes of, of, from the New Testament. And Joseph disappears later in the Gospels. And I just want to think about our own lives for a moment. Maybe some of you had already been thinking, not all of us get to play a starring role in life. Sometimes we, it feels like we're doing something important and then we find we're cast aside perhaps and we think, what was that all about? What's my role in life now? For Joseph, I reckon um, when Jesus was growing up as a boy, there would have been a time where, where Joseph was Jesus' whole world. And that would have been a vital part of Jesus' emotional stability, being parented by Joseph. So he did have a role. And we might not always say exactly what we feel about our loved ones, how we cherish them. Um, We might not always say it to our partners, to our family, um, how much we love and appreciate them. 
sometimes life's very busy, isn't it? And we don't always get to stop. Well, Christmas is a time to recognise the relationships we've got and to value them, to be thankful for them, and also to recognise our commitments to others, some of which we maybe don't want to carry out. I think it's a time to be bold in our love towards our loved ones and also towards other people that we meet and that might need our help. We never know how much little deeds of kindness mean and are needed by other people. Do we really see other people? Um, It says, doesn't it, that um, we should prepare him room. We often sing that at Christmas. Do we prepare room for other people in our lives as well? So to keep going and to carry on. And God might not come in a dream to us, but he can speak to us in many ways. I don't know if you're aware of the old uh, Billy Graham song. It was made famous by Billy Graham, Just As I Am. Um, The words of the first verse, Just as I am, without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me, and that you bid me come to thee, Lamb of God, I come. It was actually written by Charlotte Elliott in 1835. It was famous through Billy Graham's Crusades. It used to be sung a lot there. But she met this minister called César Milan at a supper with friends. She wasn't a Christian. And Milan said, are you a Christian? And she kind of demurred and put him off. But later she said, I want to come to Jesus. I just don't know how. You only have to come to him as you are, he said. And so she did. And later, uh, she wrote that hymn as a result of her experience. So, at this point, I just want us to pray a prayer in a moment. And um, it would be great if you, were, if you felt able to kind of join in with the prayer. I'm going to pause after each phrase and give you time to repeat the words in your head or out loud if you wish. Um, so, we're just going to pray. Absolutely no pressure at all. Let's just have a, a brief moment of reflection before I do so. So, let's close our eyes, please. Father God, I come before you today. I ask for your help this Christmas season. I don't always find life easy. Give me strength to keep my promises. I also know that I need you. Thank you that you showed us who God is. Forgive my sin. Come into my life right now. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, Um, I said earlier about gifts. Christmas is a time for gifts. Um, I've got two here. Um, For those of you who are feeling perhaps this morning that you felt the presence of God, and maybe that's new for you, um, or even if you just want to explore a bit more, I've got a little booklet called The Journey, which has eight days worth of short readings. Um, It's also got spaces to write in. It's colourful. It's got little QR codes. QR codes are all the rage rage nowadays. Um, So you're very welcome to come and take one of these. Um, Maybe you didn't say yes, but 
you'd like to think more, or part of you wanted to pray that prayer, this God who I've talked about, who gives life, the God who rescues, the God who sends, maybe you want to think a bit more. And it reflects Christmas traditions and talks more about the meaning of Christmas. There are some on that um, tray, over, on that uh, table over there, but I'll also leave some here, and you're very welcome to grab these and take them away. And it might be you want to explore Christianity a bit more, and Kingsgate Church are going to run an alpha course, that's the plan, later in this year. Might be news to some of our folk, but we are. Um, and there's a, uh, over on the table where the teas and coffees and hot chocolate is, and also over there, you can scan a QR code if you like, and fill in some details, and then when we know more about when it's running, we can send you the information. Or it is on our website, and you can always go onto that instead. But thank you so much for listening. Sorry about the technology. I think the last carol... Uh, that we're all singing together. Hopefully, you'll know at least one of the verses off by heart. So, thank you very much.